Welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Norm MacDonald film Dirty Work one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones. And I'm John Yabez, and uh, I'm super excited because uh, we have a very special guest with us today. Yeah. She was able to roll back the moon. Yeah, I saw it was back. Yeah, and then subsequently she threw it into the sun. Yeah, she said, enough of this. Boom. So now the moon is uh, in the sun. But uh, another spectacular uh-huh. human feat. Yeah. And, you know, I'm kind of used to the moon not being here anymore, so I'm kind of okay with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you got LED yeah. lights, you know? Yeah. But Cat uh, <laughs> Moore is here. I'm so Welcome. happy to be here, guys. I'm so tired. It took me fucking forever to tug on that moon. By the end of the ocean, so you know what? I don't even want this fucking moon around here that much. No, exactly. I think, I think everyone uh, the shared the same you, feeling. Really? Because you were gone for so long. I feel like it's better without the tides, honestly. Yeah. yeah Sandy it's... Beach, way down with number of deaths. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so much nicer to... It's like, the ocean <laughs> so is just still. like a giant pool now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's nice. It's finally nice. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about Minute 42 of Dirty Work. Minute 42 starts with a reporter on TV saying, uh, The builder of the parking lot, millionaire real estate mogul Travis Cole... And ends with Mitch in jail saying the lack of respect hurts the second most. <laughs> so we uh, we finally get a villain monologue. Yeah. Uh, from Travis Cole. Yeah. So first time you hear him, and uh, right out the gates, right it doesn't really <laughs> give you any kind of other option, but besides thinking that he's uh, he's an evil dude, he does not uh, value kind of humans, I guess, yeah. <laughs> in their lives. So. I guess we're pretty much set with that guy. Yeah, because um, I guess Martin is one of his guys who is uh, responsible for making sure that the uh, bulldozer didn't explode with popcorn. And then that's what happened. And he says he wants, by the end of the day, he wants Martin jobless, homeless, penniless, and hairless. So I feel like all those are very yeah. difficult to do. Didn't have that think, much hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Martin was actually from my favorite part of this minute. Because I like really? how he was just staring dead-eyed into space <laughs> until... What was his name? Was the guy Travis? Travis. Yeah. What a douchebag name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was like, Barton. And then all of a sudden he became a person again. No. He was like, oh yeah, I gotta do stuff. <laughs> but he was just staring dead-eyed. Great acting, I thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think about it now. I think, I think like, the hairless route is probably the easiest thing you could do to that guy. Right? You could, like, hold him down and shave off all his hair. I guess so. I think the jobless thing would be the easiest for them since he works for them. Yeah. But, like, that's not their department. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that's what the thing Travis should do. Yeah. That's yeah. Like like Travis. <laughs> responsibility. I guess they could do it because he said it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think yeah. he would just have to sign something, probably. But, like, penniless. Like, Oh, it's harder. Yeah, I don't want to suffer. Are they going to rob him or something? Are they going to hire the revenge company? Yeah, yeah. Ironically, yeah. This town has it all. You know what I'm saying? This town, if you need something done, there's a business they can do it for you. I love how he actually had the thing done. Oh, yeah, in jail. That one, not that big. No. But two, appears to be very visible of the corner he was in. Yeah. From the the door. We're we're, uh, we're talking, of course, uh, Mitch... After the deed is done, 
uh, kind of just walks, like, he just kind of saunters back to, uh... Like they were going to pick any corner to have it be easily seen from the door. That that would have been the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It also seemed like everyone was, everyone else was just watching. Oh, yeah. um, part yeah. of the course. Another day, another deed. Yeah. There's nothing else for them to look at while they were there. Yeah. Even Sam, his best friend. Yeah. Who we talked about the episode earlier as being a very capable fighter. Right. Yeah, he just watched, too. Yeah. So. He doesn't seem affected by it at no. all. Uh, even Mitch doesn't seem to be <laughs> too much about it. I think he's more... He seems real upset. Yeah, he, he seems upset about the lack of self-respect. He's walking <laughs> fine. Respect. He'll walk it off. He's yeah. okay. Yeah, because he was like the most hurtful thing about that situation was yeah. the lack of uh, respect. Yeah, uh, except for the other except thing. Except for the other thing, which the thing that hurt the most. But yeah. second thing was the lack of respect. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, now you look at those guys, right? And they seem a little bit less intimidating, right? Because they seem like the kind of dudes that will just watch (laughs) and not participate. So, like, yeah, maybe maybe those group of guys are waiting to bust out into a song. They just (laughs) wait long enough. Maybe I'm wrong. It's just a shirt, but it looks like guy in the kind of the corner in the leather vest is, like, wearing, like, a red bandana. Yeah, it's got to be a shirt, though. Yeah, no. Be like a, he would just have a bandana bib on in prison. That would be like That's a, on me. It might be like a sleeveless turtleneck. Or, like yeah, it's like train dicky. robbers with the bandana masks. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's clearly a shirt. So that's that's my bit. Yeah. No. The the guy, I like the guy in the red hat and yellow shirt. They changed places. They decided yeah. they couldn't, they wanted to look at the door. You can never, I can never look at a red and yellow scheme together and not right. think about McDonald's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like, think about ketchup and mustard. I'm always like, mm-hmm. I should just think about this movie. <laughs> yes. I should start doing that. I should start connecting everything to this movie yeah. instead. And it'll make me feel much Everything better. in life, you'd be like, hey, friend, did you see that bulldozer? It reminds me of the 1988 classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dirty work. <laughs> is, that, is that popcorn you're eating? <laughs> Let me tell you what that reminds yeah. me of. Let me tell you what that popcorn is capable of doing. <laughs> According to the scientifically accurate yeah. masterpiece. Are those men doing butt stuff? Uh, <laughs> let me uh, tell you about the time I... I saw butt stuff. Yeah. Almost get done. <laughs> it was done, but I only just almost saw it. I heard about it, and I heard that there's a lot of... There's not enough respect going on <laughs> yeah. with that, uh, that act. The, the, the lack of respect is the worst. Yeah. The third worst thing is having your best friend sit there <laughs> in yeah. clear view of it when you've proven yourself to fight. Yeah. I think it is one of those things where it's like, see, like one of the, thing, one of the things I love about having friends and mm-hmm. friends that like to wear clothes, <laughs> right, <laughs> is that like, you know, if you get anywhere past that, you know, regardless of how you feel, it's always going to be awkward. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you mean. Like, I don't know, maybe this is different maybe this is different for girls. I've never been in a situation where I just like uh if I saw like my best friend's Wayne. Uh, okay. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like he's still be my best friend. Right. But like every time I I, <laughs> I look at him, like I would just picture his Wang, I think. Yeah. Women change clothes in front of each other all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women go yeah. into yeah. dressing rooms yeah. together. Yeah, all are more comfortable. Yeah. Right? And women don't have but, wangs. You know, no, they don't. I think it's a Wang thing. <laughs> maybe it's a Wang thing. Because, like if someone shows you their wang, right, right, there's many venues that can go down, right? Especially like if you misinterpret the presentation right. of the wang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like wangs can come in, like 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 wangs can like <laughs> present itself in many ways. Right. There's two. You know? There's two basic there's, ways. There's two basic ways, right? And like if someone's presenting it, if presents it to you, 
you know, like like full mast. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you could you could like hang the American flag <laughs> off of that and watch it billow in the wind. Yeah. Then you gotta think that's much that's a much more different message than if it's just like, you know, pointing due south. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's just me. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Maybe that is what makes it different. Because, like, you can't always tell with a woman yeah, which yeah. direction this this friendship is headed. Right? Yeah, like, but you could tell. But that would be weird with a man. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> what like, is it about this changing room? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't know we we're gonna be changing in this room together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, taking our underwear off. Yeah. All oh, three of us. Oh, you have an erection, sir. <laughs> it's like, oh, is that what that is? Well, uh, I guess you're just gonna have to help me get it down. Don't want to waste it. It's like, whoa. <laughs> No, you never want to waste a good erection. Yeah. That's uh, one of the tenets of life, I think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's one of them. Yeah. So I usually what what I usually schedule my day around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before I leave the house, I'm just like, oh, should I take care of this now? Oh, might as well not, might as well not waste a good erection. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to like, try to put it in the freezer. <laughs> Save it for later. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know what you meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're gonna uh, slam it against the <laughs> door. <laughs> Be gone, devil! <laughs> I want to go outside. Is it gets saved for later? <laughs> Either way, it seems to work. Yeah, that's one disadvantage men have yeah. that women yeah. don't. Is that you can think about sex all day long. Yeah. Well, you know, men just men do think about sex all day long. No, it's, it's only the, once every six seconds or something like that. How could you? Oh, I'm sorry. That study drives me crazy. <laughs> I don't think How it's an actual study. It? How? It's, it's not a study. Who is the study group? It's not a study. How could you prove it? See, it's just uh, uh, an urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happens is... It gets uh, brought up too much. Like, I don't, there's nothing with you. The, what happens is the scientist just sits right across from you with a stopwatch. Yeah. And every time they get and to they six seconds, say the word sex, sex yeah. every six seconds. Yeah, that's manipulating your pool. Yeah, they keep saying six seconds, yeah. and then that sounds like sex. There we yeah. go. Yeah, like guys are like, did you say sex seconds? <laughs> no, I said six seconds. Yeah, someone's like, my God, this has to be a correlation here. <laughs> Men must be thinking about sex every six seconds. Sex in six seconds. Say that five times fast. <laughs> Well, you know, like, see, like, the hard thing about that, <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> the, like, the, the hard thing about that that study, right, is the fact that, yeah, like, if you're going to say, if you're going to be like, hey, do you think about sex every six seconds, right, right, and then you ask them every six seconds, and yeah, of course you're going to be thinking about yeah. sex because you brought it up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, you're going to bring, you get, just couldn't possibly, and is it six seconds every waking Second? Am I asleep? Yeah, I have a very particular... It's, it's an average over the day, and if you spend a third of your day sleeping and not yeah. thinking about sex, then that means... But if you have a sex trip, so I could add it While in. you're awake, yeah, it's every true. four seconds. So I guess, like... And if, was we established, like, some people yeah. think about sex much more. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, like, if that's the average, right? Right. That, that means, like, I guess there could be a huge chunk of time in your day where you're just thinking about sex constantly, Damn. right? How could like, you possibly like, average it? Because <laughs> then you would have the effect if somebody told you to time how much you're thinking about sex every day, and then you're like, oh, God, I got to do that study where I'm thinking about sex. Oh, I thought about sex again. Yeah. Mark, mark it down. Yeah. Yeah. Mark the check. Oh, 500 marks already. <laughs> <laughs> Only I had wrote so many post-its reminding myself about this study. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they, have like a, if they did that with women. If they had a survey. Yeah. 
do you think a dude is just like, hey, uh, can we just ask you how many times a day you think about sex? <laughs> no. like, don't ask me that question. Okay, sorry. <laughs> can you fill out a sex survey? I won't. <laughs> but is, is this a trick? <laughs> you think I'm think I'm fresh around the block oh, here? Oh, my content information, you perv. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, perv. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's hard to, like, I wonder how, because there's obviously beneficial things when you study sex, right? Like, that's why it exists, that's that field. Right, but you I, do a study of how, how much sex academics have sex a year. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah. like Turn the tables on them. Let's study them. So you could, <laughs> yeah, because like as a scientist, right, you could always be objective about it and remove yourself and be like, I'm only, I'm only studying <laughs> this for the benefit of the human race, right? Right. Does pausing every few seconds and every six seconds during sex to write down some notes <laughs> yeah. affect the arousal of your partner? Yeah, right. The like, answer. Yeah. After this I only think about sex every six seconds when I'm having sex, and then the other yeah, five seconds I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> yeah, it's called stamina training. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just think like you know, you're like a sex researcher guy, and you're like, honey, for the next three hours, don't walk into this room. <laughs> I'm doing very important things. <laughs> science. It's like, yeah, it's like you're just watching those dirty movies. Huh? <laughs> it's like they're not dirty; they're scientific. It's weird. Yeah. We're, we're weird. We're weird. People are weird. Yeah. Sometimes it makes me really icky to being around other people. Because <laughs> I know they're thinking about sex. Yeah. Every, every six <laughs> I just look at people and judge them. I just look at them. No, I like, I like that people are weird. It makes me feel less weird knowing that everyone's a weirdo. Yeah. To varying degrees. To a degree. But nonetheless. Yeah. yeah everyone. I feel like everyone's a weirdo and some people are just better at hiding their weirdness. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's how about controlling that monster inside you, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't talk about sex, don't talk about sex, don't talk... <laughs> they actually do that. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be around people that are capable of sex, you know? I don't want to be around people that are capable of watching sex in a corner. Yeah, Ten feet true. from where they are. And not intervening in yeah. a <laughs> What do you think that jail cell smells like? Oh, I don't even want to know. How about like a mix of hospitals? Like, like... <laughs> yeah, like sweet, sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mostly just smells like Mitch's ass. Oh god! <laughs> so the part where he he pulls up his pants and he's like, "You got, you guys got a lot of growing up to do." I'll tell you that. I think about that a lot whenever I feel like I need to admonish somebody for being immature or for <laughs> raping me. Yeah, look, I like just the, the approach. Norm has yeah. to a subject like this, right? right? But just to be the whole like you bring up the inadequacy yeah. of the person doing the acts, <laughs> like, and that's how Norm asks when he's like really angry too. Like I've never seen like full on like drama movie rage <laughs> yeah. from Norm. I think this is the height. Yeah, this is him acting yeah. of his hard. acting angry, and he sells it. So good yeah. on you. Yeah. Well, you know, like to me, they kind of it was almost reminiscent of uh, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> You know, saying one of the whole time, like Mr. Smith goes to Washington, yeah. like, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Ashamed, I say, ashamed. <laughs> he just called them these characters. Yeah. 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 Are we Are we not but men? <laughs> Must we lower ourselves to these standards. We react like barbarians and animals. Like, God damn, dude. That's the way to cope with that. Yeah. It's very well put. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe Norm should uh, come out with a book about coping. <laughs> How to pretend it didn't happen to you. Yeah. By Norm McDowell. <laughs> Stop those thoughts about, you sure you don't want him too? <laughs> yeah. It's all about deflection. Wow. 
averting the uh, averting the the crisis onto somebody else. <laughs> How to turn your pain into jokes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's stand up comedy one on one. Like it's like, oh, I feel awful that my dad abused me, but if I make it funny, yeah. <laughs> maybe it'll maybe it'll help me. <laughs> until it doesn't, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you just have an yeah. audience of trapped faces. Right. Like, we can't leave, walk out on the, yeah. on the rape victim dad abuse <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. He's just, he doesn't even tell jokes. He gets up there and starts bawling. It's and, the worst yeah. Friday night, day night ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, surprisingly enough, not the worst gimmick to ever happen at a stand-up show. Yeah. So. Yeah. I heard that's called like its own separate thing. Like It's called being a monologuist, which is just sad yeah. stand-up without jokes. <laughs> I can get into that. Yeah, you know, it's much better than guys that go to open mics and attack other people, though. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or call everyone stupid when they don't get, when no one when no one laughs at their joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because just recently, uh, I don't know when this podcast is going up, but it I mean, be... you know, Whenever this Months happens, yeah. yeah, this most recent time I hosted, uh, <laughs> I hosted a show at uh, Anna O'Brien's. You yeah. should check the place out, great bar. And um, I was just hosting, and right. uh, I ate like I didn't say one joke. I got up there and I just kind of started the show, right. but like everyone turned on me in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> it was very confusing, you know, because it was just like you're supposed to tell a joke. Well, you know when I'm. When I'm just when I just go up there and right. say my name and everyone is automatically <laughs> mad, you know, <laughs> it's very confusing. Right? right? I just noticed that like to win a crowd over that already hates you initially right. for something that you have no idea why they hate you for is <laughs> like the hardest thing to crawl out of. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like I tried to do a little jab here and there, but like just silence. It oh. was uh, deafening, right? <laughs> yeah. And like the fact that like and then people just thought. In those moments, I'm just like, well, all right, bail out. Just right. uh, introduce comics. Get yeah. on stage, introduce comic, right? But then, like, <laughs> in the middle of the show, people would come up to me and they'd be like, "Is, so- is there something wrong?" <laughs> and I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm eating fucking shit up there. <laughs> I don't want to be up there if I'm not going to reclaim it." And then yeah. They're like, "Oh, maybe you should tell a joke." <laughs> and I want to be like, "Go fuck yourselves." <laughs> You were, I Who were these tried. people saying things? The audience or like other comics? Oh, no, no. It was like, it was more like just individual audience members. That so broke audience away members from were asking groups. what was wrong. <laughs> yeah. We all Strangers. stared at you like we hated you. What, what happened? <laughs> yeah. You, you got up there. I just wanted to punch you in the face. <laughs> and then you seemed weird for some reason. Yeah. It's like, wait. Are you like, okay? You yeah. more punchable man. <laughs> <laughs> you should smile more. And then, yeah. and then I was like, oh, I finally know how I feel, these jerks. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you just kind of ride those things off because, you know what, like a lot of comics, right? Because mm-hmm. everyone eventually bombs, right? Multiple times. I've never bombed. <laughs> oh, no? Someone's <laughs> never bombed. Yeah. never truly done great yeah, either. that's true. But, uh, see, like, comics always kind of get strung up when they bomb, right? Yeah. It kind of stays with them. But, like, what they should just understand that is that when you do bomb, the benefit is that the people that you perform in front of yeah. are not going to remember you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you bomb, the benefit is that you kind of just fade, and then you can come back another right. week, and then just totally reclaim it again. So you don't use your full name in all of your jokes? No, 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 no. My, I just... That's I, what I've been doing. My, my stage name is Jack. Oh. And as soon as I'm doing well, then I'll just, at the very end, I'll say my name is Johnny Alves. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just, to, just to cover my bases. Yeah. In case somebody likes you. Yeah. I have jokes about my name, just so like in case you're gonna forget it later. Don't worry. Mm. Come up with this fun <laughs> mnemonic device to remember it. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess if it's in your act, then you got him, right? But like, you always run the risk of you going like, "Hey, everyone, my name's Cat Moore," and then someone's like, oh, "I hate that name." <laughs> that was my There's dad's a band name. In Texas called me. the Cat Moore Band, and I fucking hate their guts. Really? They always beat me out for Google results. <laughs> I hate them. I've never listened to one of their songs. I'm sure they're very talented, but I hate them. Is there is there band? It's a very common name. Is, is, really? Yeah. Yeah. Is it spelled huh. the, Is it spelled the same way? Yes. Really? Yes. Is there someone in the band named Cat Moore? Yeah, the singer. Oh. oh. She's pretty, I guess. I just, I hate <laughs> them so much. I'm sure they're lovely and talented and lovely people, but I hate them. Yeah. That's... Yeah, it, because you know what? If you're lovely and talented, that doesn't mean people are supposed to love you. <laughs> they still hate you. It's just yeah. purely about the name thing. Yeah. But also, my joke with, like, it's easier if your last name's Moore. Like, the name yeah. Yabez doesn't lend itself to a lot of jokes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, like, I think I've tried one wordplay joke with my name yeah. you know I said like I'm your best friend <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone hated that so I just never said it again I don't get it because <laughs> my name is Yavez and I pronounce it Yavez oh, I'm an said, idiot I'm <laughs> oh, crap <laughs> I just talked about people who say that people don't get their jokes and then I was the person oh no believe me that's usually routine for me that's most of my jokes uh-huh. <laughs> so but, you know, you should just try to wordplay with your name. Like I told you about the thing with my last name, about how women in my family, it's a tough thing when you get yeah. married, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. That's that would be. I have a sister-in-law whose last name is Do It, and now it's Do It More. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure great. bridesmaids were pretty pumped about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the theme of the bachelorette party. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you should try and pass off as, like, Michael Moore's daughter. Yeah, but I when I was a kid, I was like, if I could marry Kevin Bacon, and Ooh. then I'd have a hyphenated name, oh. I would have children that would rule the world. Oh, yeah. yeah. President Moore Bacon. That would be his whole platform. Yeah. yeah and he yeah. would win. You'd be unstoppable, actually. <laughs> that, like, I hear more bacon, and I just want to hear more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I would have, that would just make my whole career. I'd be like, do you want to go see Cat Moore Bacon? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Or she's like Jim Gaffigan, but more. Yeah. <laughs> also, she gives up free strips of bacon at her shows. Yeah. So. You gotta get there early. That's, yeah. the, that's the catch. Yeah. You don't want the old bacon. Oh. Because, yeah, um, if you aren't giving out bacon at these shows, people are going to leave very disappointed and tell all their friends not to go see you. What if I became a vegan and like had only fake and bacon, and then my entire career just crumbled? <laughs> oh, man, yeah, you can't trick people with that. Yeah. No, nope. get out of here. She's a crook. Yeah. You stole her jokes like she stole this bacon from <laughs> hell. <laughs> There's a scene from Parks and Recreation, or yeah. Parks and Rec, where... Uh, uh, Parks Aubrey, and Recreation. Where Ron and... Um, who's the scary lady? Scary His lady. wife's or his mom? No, no, no. Not, not his wife. The, the other the other chick. The very, April. April. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was another scene where Ron and April go to that grocery store, and the guy... Yes! The guy <laughs> yeah, and the guy is giving out vegan bacon, <laughs> and then Ron just takes them and then starts throwing them in the trash. <laughs> And the guy's like, the guy's like, what are you doing? And Ron's like, I want to make sure that no one ever eats this. And then the guy's like, I, can, I don't think I can give you more bacon. And then April's like, can I have a piece? And then he's like, yeah. And then she throws it in the trash. As you do. Yeah. With that kind yeah. of disgustingness. Yeah. Spitting in the eye of God. What? Like, what is, like, what is a vegan bacon? What is that? Is that what? It's probably soy. Yeah. Soybeans? Tofu something. Yeah. I feel like everything is soy, so I feel like I'm pretty close with soy. Yeah, it's probably soy. Yeah. Yeah, 
I mean, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to hate on tofu. And, like, I kind of like the way that tofu looks. Because, like, it just make, it just it just tells me that it's tofu, right? right. Like, don't try to trick me by making tofu look like other things. Every time I eat tofu, I think of the episode of Teen Titans in the early 2000s where the villain was a sentient glob of tofu. Yeah. That was tricking everyone into eating fake meat. <laughs> like, it's, like, that's it the worst thing. It was called Meifu because it was made out of the sentient glob. <laughs> And that's why I never eat tofu, because I just think of that on loop. I think a hysterical thing about tofu is that, like, this, for some reason, this island goes to this hepatitis cure every now and then when it comes yeah. to poke and, uh, <laughs> and and so, like, when they can't serve poke, regular poke, they just have tofu. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, like, you know, surprisingly enough, it tastes exactly like, like poke. <laughs> 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 Which, like... Uh, no hepatitis. No, no, no hepatitis. The people seem really apologetic about it, but, like, you know, whatever. I'm already there. What yeah. else am I going to do? I'm not going to give myself hepatitis because I love poke that much. I would. Oh, I was willing I'd to do it. it. <laughs> what, what, like, what do you get if you have hepatitis? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Like, I feel like it's curable. I feel like no one died. Well, I don't know if it, I don't, like, is, is it, not is curable? it curable? I don't think it's curable. Oh, no? But, like, what happens to you? Yeah, I don't know what happens, though. Maybe I'm just living life too fast in this. Because <laughs> I know that, like, Tommy Lee and Pam yeah. Anderson have hepatitis C, right? I think or, so. See, like, there's even different types of hepatitis, yeah. but, like, like... vitamins, but with disease. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then reverse vitamins. I'm, I'm, I don't want to find out, but yeah. I kind of want to know what the symptoms are. Yeah, so you know, I'm you... starting to forget all my choices. What, wouldn't that be on, like, on, I almost think about things that they're going to write on my tombstone. It takes up a lot of my brain power, but like, <laughs> here lies Cat Moore, really wanted to eat this raw fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, little quote. I don't care if I get hepatitis. <laughs> It won't even, hepatitis doesn't even kill you. Right? I'll look that up later. <laughs> Her last words. Yeah, like, oh my God, did she die of hepatitis? No, no, car crash. <laughs> she was Googling while driving. Yeah. We just, she agreed to have this be on the tombstone in exchange for the health, public health department paying for this funeral. <laughs> <laughs> they just got to choose whatever went on her tombstone, so that's what happened. <laughs> All right. Do you guys have anything else for this minute? No. Oh, it's an exciting minute. Yeah, it's a great minute. Most blasé rape representation ever. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, well, you know. That's a PG-13 one. <laughs> I guess that's the only way you can make it PG-13, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, it's true. you got to whisper about it, and you got to yeah. make it seem to the kids like you just got his pants pulled down. <laughs> you got to make sure that you got to make sure that Mitch isn't, you know, so kids emotional about it. They makes... never realize this kind of stuff, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. This is the stuff that would that would definitely went over my head as a kid. Yeah. You know? Kids like, are dumb about sex stuff. I didn't realize Ace Ventura was getting a blowjob in the first scene for like 15 straight years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we watched that movie every day. What did you think was happening? I thought he was just getting a weird swinging thing. <laughs> I thought he was just swinging she, around. I, she just grabbed his knees and was just I didn't know what was happening. I just knew it was around. hilarious. <laughs> Kind of like that scene, kind of like the the very end scene where they turn that dude around, they turn that lady around, and then she has that very. I also did not understand. Yeah. Yeah. But it was my favorite movie. We watched it every day for like a month. Yeah, I, that confused me too. I was just yeah. like, I was getting like, is that what? What's All that my childhood like? movies are like that. My parents didn't believe in babysitters if they could just take the kid there for cheaper. So I saw all kinds of crap yeah, when I was yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah, it's and kind those of, were the days when movies were cheaper than a babysitter. Yeah, it's true. It's when they hit the ten dollar mark. Now they're about even. Yeah, like uh, still slightly cheaper. 
I remember watching Pulp Fiction and that scene mm-hmm. where uh, Vincent goes on the date with Mia. Right. And he walks into her, her apartment. And uh-huh. I never understood that he was high in heroin. Oh. And that scene for like the longest time because I watched that movie as a kid. Right. So I was just like, why is this guy acting like he's out of it? <laughs> what about the gimp scene? Was that? The gimp scene. That's a hard thing that's pretty going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that was... That seemed like a bit more transparent. I feel like you know <laughs> yeah. what's going on as a kid, but you're like detached from it. Like you just see like this, like point A went into point B, yeah, and it was yeah. not good. <laughs> you don't fully understand. Yeah, true. Why does that man like to wear latex all over his body? <laughs> does it make him feel good? It looks very uncomfortable. No. Well, the being uncomfortable, I think, is part of it. Yeah. That's what makes it so good. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us again today. <laughs> Uh, can you come back tomorrow on, on Thursday? Yeah, no problem. Awesome. So we'll see you tomorrow for minute 43 of Dirty Work at Listeners. Thank you for listening. And we'll, <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. Would you like some flowers? Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible.